0: Hello and welcome back to another Spotify exclusive episode of the Misfits Podcast. I am joined today here by Swagger Souls. Hello, by Matt, of course. Uh, yo, what it do? And also a very special guest today. It is our hypothetical, uh, our hypothetical dealer of illicit substances. Uh, it is Captain Captain Cooked. Uh, g'day mate, how you going?
1: Uh, hello, very well, thank you. Hey.
0: <laughs> Just to. Clarify a couple things. Uh, he's not actually a captain. I, I, at least I don't believe. Are you, are you a real captain? Like, uh, I've never captain anything. You've never captained anything. Um, but Captain Cook is the uh, name that we've <laughs> chosen to, to uh, you know uh, give to you for this episode because obviously we don't want to be on the record uh, saying any dodgy stuff this episode. But no, I mean you are basically hypothetically our uh, the guy who hooks us up with the good stuff. You're like a plug. You know what I mean? Like an agricultural yeah. producer. I yeah.
2: produce
1: uh, agricultural green produce that enriches your life uh, mentally,
0: physically, mm. spiritually. farmer.
2: That's good
1: to hear. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I do. That's my skill set
0: yeah and you've sort of been in the missus family for a while now kind of popping in and out and sticking around and telling us stories and you know we've all always found you to be a very interesting character Mm -hmm. uh and so we've been talking about it for a while like why don't we get captain cooked on the podcast why don't we ask him a couple questions get a couple stories from him and just see like what it's all about uh i don't know living the life like you live Mm -hmm. Um, because we obviously live kind of weird strange lives but i can imagine that you do as well and, uh, you've definitely told us a couple of stories already, which are off the wall. So, I mean, what comes to mind is like a, you know, I don't know, something unusual that's happened in your life since you've uh, gotten into this business. Well,
1: the, probably the first thing we set that for your listeners, maybe set the story, it was, it was super interesting when I first met you guys, it was via a letterbox. If you can remember <laughs> that, that a yeah, yeah a, a letterbox and, um, it was funny, like because before I met uh, any of you, yeah, you, know, you guys probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, you, know, you try and guess who's behind the. The other side of the of the letterbox right because uh, right. you know there's there's a couple of celebrity types and and famous types that i probably have uh, have dropped and, and met to in the past and, and but but you guys are one of those quirky ones like what are they are they and and so initially <laughs> i've never told her <laughs> i've never told anyone this story but initially i was like I'm pretty sure there's two gay men living in an apartment together, <laughs> and, and, and want to be, remain anonymous and, and don't want to have that sort of confrontation with uh, with somebody. So um, my initial thoughts on you guys were you possibly two gay men, maybe just walking around apartments in your underwear, you know, rubbing oil on each other's backs. I don't know. But what um,
0: what was it that gave you this impression? Because you know, you started dealing with you know Ryan P. Really, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've never.
1: I, I think maybe once, by just by chance, I th- I think maybe you know I I'd left the the said letterbox, and just out the corner of my eye, I saw someone go to the letterbox, and then assumed like you know people just wanted to keep their um yeah their own, um.
0: And on the yeah, 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 privacy. So, and I thought well, there's a
1: reason for that because yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I think well, I think the general population that aren't involved in um, green agricultural stuff would be right. would be shocked at you know who I meet and who I have dealt with in the past.
2: I, th- right. I think there'd be that
1: there'd be still that you know generalized stigma that people would uh you know there's just stoners right like the classic guy you know centrelink dull bludging, you know stoner when in actual fact i would say 95 percent of people that i've have met have some you know some serious issues you know some anxiety and they want to be anonymous for
2: a reason
1: and they Mm. don't want to confront and they've had you know bad trauma and so um I think that's the number one thing. But yeah, I did. I I used to love going to the letterbox and just thinking,
2: who is this? And then, like I said, <laughs> one day, one day I think I
1: did catch a glimpse of Ryan from behind and think, uh-huh. yeah, maybe it's just a you know, too big. Yeah hairy men cuddling each other I don't know I could
0: definitely <laughs> understand why you get that vibe as well. especially now that Ryan has these two little French bulldogs and, You know, like yeah. if, if you started today that it would probably increase that, that he would usually yeah. come out to the
3: letterbox shirtless too yeah, <laughs> yeah probably no, I think he was
1: dressed that day but like you can kind of tell too, you know based on people's language like I'm a very observant person right so mm-hmm. you know well, you can get a vibe from somebody. You know, you know generally, oh. the the person that messages you go, "Yo, yeah, bro, what's right. up?" Like, okay, f- um, yeah, you know, dickhead radar has popped up, and
2: and right. whereas you know a lot of people,
1: you know, that message are you know, quite fluent in English, which is nice. So, um, you can get a bit of a vibe that way as well.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, despite your initial preconceptions, obviously, it turned out to be quite different than uh, you know probably what you expected uh, completely
1: now. the opposite right <laughs> completely yeah. as far away from being two gay men cuddling on a couch as you can actually get yeah, yeah five gay men this... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then a whole the a, a whole crew behind that as well like yeah
0: just, man yeah. just filming it and shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so when, when was first contact like with you know meeting in person uh, and actually having a chat and like you know getting to know ryan or or any of us
1: um, I don't think, I think it was when you guys actually moved and went to maybe like, uh, your, what, second large house. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that was, I think just by chance as well. I think we were still doing a letterbox at that stage as well. And then by chance, I can't remember something, you know, may have, may have happened that, that required me to actually come to the front door and then um and then i met you know a couple of a couple of people and then you know um i think i think the first time i kind of said to ryan look you know, um, I'm happy to meet you because clearly I do not need to break in and steal your TV and iPad, I'm good. And yeah. then he laughed and then I think from that moment the relationship just grew and grew
0: and grew. Right, oh. so it just broke the ice and yeah, from there it was like every time you'd stop by you just have a bit more of a chat sort of very, yeah, 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 yeah. Plus he had the best lollies as well. So that's really, <laughs> yeah. like If, yeah, if yeah. I was ever going to no, break into their
1: house it was to steal the fucking candy. Like. Well, yeah, there's always <laughs> candy,
0: there's always food. Yeah, yeah. well...
1: Uh, well, the best story with Candy was that day that I I came to the other house and Ryan was halfway through ordering $1500 worth of candy and then oh. asked me, uh, oh
0: my god. <laughs> asked me what would <laughs> I like? <laughs> yeah. That was the best First day of hole. my life. Yeah, like, who the hell is this guy? Like, why is he? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, $1500 worth of candy. It was amazing.
0: Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: So, um so yeah i think i think the relationship once that that initial like hey this guy's just super crazy and yeah you know, i just a, a regular person i think that moment broke the ice and then you know the relationship just grew and grew and grew and, yeah
0: yeah it must be so strange for americans listening to this that we have to like you know skirt around this topic which is you know being okay. decriminalized over there for a while now but i guess You know, Australia's lagging so far behind, but you know, there's
3: nothing wrong with oregano. There's nothing
0: wrong with a bit of oregano, but a spice in your
3: life, dude. Of course,
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. It was.
3: It was always cool when you when you came around because it was like uh, it was like a long lost uncle coming around and then just telling his story. (laughs) Comes all down, comes in with his big bags full of gifts. You got the presents and uh, and all this shit and so yeah. you sit us down you just tell us a story for like 30 45 minutes yeah it's awesome
2: yeah. and that
1: like that's from my yeah pr- proper job like i was yeah. always a storyteller like i've always been good at yeah, being able to tell stories so um the being and doing what i do it, it's it's really just yeah life experiences you, you, you know, you put yourself into a scenario and then, you know, stories happen and I don't know what it is about me. Everything in my entire life I've always had all these crazy, you know, fun stories, um, you know, to, throughout my entire life. And, and I, I think you know, maybe I'm just a natural, you know, storyteller. Um, and so when I meet you guys, it the fact that Ryan just encourages me to tell stories, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. one of those moments where it's, it's kind of cool
4: at last a comedy podcast that answers the age-old question what does a pompadour sound like conan o'brien needs a friend features fantastic conversations with conan and guests like michelle obama maya rudolph and tom hanks and yes those were name drops because the guests are just that good speaking of drops new episodes drop every monday so listen to the latest episode and follow on spotify There's a place where celebs can be themselves, thoughtful, random, and everything in between. It's on Rob Lowe's podcast, Literally with Rob Lowe, featuring people like Gwyneth Paltrow, Tiffany Haddish, and Chris Pratt. It's a look behind the curtain at Hollywood and life. Well, a listen behind the curtain if we're speaking literally. Follow Team Coco Podcast on Instagram for weekly lineups and listen to new episodes every Thursday on Spotify.
0: Yeah, well, I think Ryan's kind of the same way in, in terms of, you know, gathering stories. He loves telling stories or talking about, you know, something interesting that's happened. And, uh, yeah, I've definitely been stoned out of my mind on the couch just Eve was dropping on. Quite a few <laughs> we were talking mm. before the show about a certain uh, story that I've heard rumors about, but I haven't actually heard myself. Uh, same here. Called the dominatrix story. Oh, uh, there's two. We want the, to dive into that. Yeah, there's, there's two. There's
1: two dominatrix stories. And, um so I'll, I'll, I'll go through the, the first one. Um,
0: All right. F- I'm first for you. Right, um, so I, I, deliver to a,
1: a lady and, um, um, like when I first sort of kind of started to meet, meet her, I, yeah, you know, again, when I meet people, I kind of get a vibe from, from people and straight away, I kind of got this vibe from her that she was a, a very interesting person and, and she did she never ever sort of, when she would ask, oh, can you drop over, she would never sort of have any time criteria, it was like any time of the day or, or whenever, right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of assumed, like, she has a, a different job to, to what most people do. Right. So, again, as, you know, she was very open and friendly, so I assumed, like, you know, she's obviously used to dealing with a large amount of you know variety of people because to be able to mm. do, do that yeah she's obviously you know involved so i just assumed maybe she was into some sort of interesting career and i, I kind of maybe thought she was either one you know a, a sex worker or two yeah, potentially you. a stripper yeah maybe yeah but um just out of the blue one day she invited me inside and then and then there was this rather large um whip which i I look like you know the the cat of nine tails if you've ever seen that that. (laughs) yeah 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 and i'm like oh that's interesting she's like oh that's part of my trade and so i'm like right so so now we we know each other properly what do you do so she she said yeah i'm a dominatrix and men pay me lots lots of money to to um tie them up and bind them and then you know do fetish type things um for entertainment and excitement i'm like right yeah okay that's that's super interesting <laughs> yeah um, that is so interesting uh, is cool. yeah like she, she gets paid i look I, I think they get paid a lot of money oh because, yeah yeah I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of dudes out there that are into some super kinky shit um
2: uh-huh. and so she was telling me once
1: so she the more i got to know her the more she sort of started to open up and so she told me this this one story where there was a um She was living in an apartment block at the time, and she would she would get a couple of complaints from fellow neighbours because you know she would have men bound and and tied and then spanking them. (laughs) Of course, they were screaming like "Ah, ah." so. uh, So people like she. Well, she often would say like she'd walk out of her apartment, and the women would give her yeah sort of these. Aggressive, yeah, offended looks, but the the husband or the boyfriend would be like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> what's going on in there?" Yeah, nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> and so she said, um, she said, uh, so she had, she was living also at another house, and and she said, look, the guy next door was was kind of hot, and then one day he came over and said, look, my relationship is breaking up, but I know what you do. I'd like to, you know, pay for service. And so she's like, okay, cool. So she said um, they organized the time and they went to her, her other apartment and he turned up with a suitcase of kinky shit already himself,
4: right? Damn. And
1: wow. she's like, He dude, came strapped. for the ca- job. He came prepared <laughs> for the job. And um, so she said, yeah, you know, they're talking about yeah you know, what what she's going to do and what he would like, and so they agree on a fee, and then he literally opened up this suitcase and starts talking to her about what he would like, and so the start of it was just to be bound and and, and everything, and then he he said to her and pointed to some sort of steel rods that start varied oh, no. varied in size, oh, no. and and she said. They were intended to go into the eye of his dick. And I'm like,
2: Oh! What? <laughs> oh,
1: urethral
3: sounding.
1: Yes. And I, oh, I, shit. I, I oh. cringe straight away. I'm like, What the fuck? People want to pay for that? She's like, Yes. He was totally into it. Wow. And, and, I
0: wonder if that's why his relationship was breaking up. As, I, yeah. as his previous girlfriend wouldn't commit to the uh, urethral sounding. I, yeah,
2: I wouldn't. I would walk away from uh,
1: the relationship. Fuck. So, um, so she obliged. She she, so she said she starts with you know, small ones and then you know, as they build up to sort of slightly thicker and longer. And she said she got to the point where she got the, the largest one and then started to sort of push it in. And then oh my God. let it go, and then she actually heard the sound of the needle hitting bone at the end of his oh d- what yeah, yeah, yeah. at what? the end of his dick struck struck the uh, pelvic Wait. area.
0: She let it go, as in like it she... went all the way inside, yeah. or well, I <laughs> <no>, it's got <laughs> but... well, it suck itself in, like.
1: No, <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's got a um. It
0: would like look like a nail head, right, on the top of it, so oh, okay. if
4: it, oh, it's plugged. It, okay, it
1: wouldn't I'm fully cool. slide in, so it would What's stop eventually.
0: But oh man, was, oh god, Did he, yeah. it, I was, Surely that hurts, though. There's no way that feels good. Like I don't. That's what I kind of understand about this fetish. Is like it just that, sounds like pain. I
3: think oh. I think uh, it's partially pain, but if it goes in far enough, it could go to the bladder and touch the prostate, which I think is what makes them like, you know, hmm. feel pleasure from it. By, yeah, I don't know but man I have tried Yeah really Fucking what cost
2: Yeah
1: What cost She said he just Completely got off On the whole process like, Damn yeah. Jesus
0: Yeah gives a new meeting and yeah. getting nailed What the fuck Yeah <laughs> Jesus
4: It'd be easy to piss after That's exactly yeah, right That's yeah, true well, Imagine the piss afterwards That'd feel so amazing You just leak I don't know if it would
0: I don't know if it would I, Anyway Yeah I couldn't do it
1: But so but She She, she, she basically had to after, after that incident Well with <laughs> I think she had a couple of sessions with that guy, but But she she kind of had to leave the... um... The apartment that she was you know, sort of renting and doing her, her side hustle from, because um, the same guy would tell her, you know, like bound me and so bound the guy, arms behind him and legs, you know, sort of in that pushed up into his back section and completely oh bound. And then he would say, "Okay, now get my get my balls and pull them out behind me and stand on them with high heels." Oh, oh! What? Oh my Damn. god! Yeah,
0: I've heard about this too. That is so strange. Oh yeah and, and so, so he was
1: squealing really like what? just ah! so, so you can imagine the poor neighbors <laughs> <laughs> they would have thought someone was being murdered in the
0: apartment oh. for sure. oh. yeah jesus christ i mean oh. really, how does that not do permanent damage how, isn't that like the question? weight of an elephant on like high heels
4: or some shit like that yeah how's yeah. that not like yeah, has it not like yeah Hasn't it like wait was it you? on
0: it okay
3: i don't know if you know the specifics but was it on like the the, the ball of the feet or was it like on the actual heel
1: she 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 said that he she started so she would like sort of physically press the ball of her foot on his arse and then slowly apply more pressure to the point where then she was completely stint. So the ball would kind of be on his arse, but the the stiletto <laughs> would be into his ball bag.
0: Right, but okay. truly the stiletto's not going onto the actual testicle it's, yeah, it's itself. It's, like, it's just like no, on the sack on the skin, part. Skin. Really. Yeah, yeah, think yeah. So. yeah right. they- but fucking still, oh my God. What an absolutely wild profession well, to be I, asked to do these things. Yeah. Like, well, did she something. ever, Did she
3: ever like, hint at you, like, oh, if you're interested or anything like that, did she yes. ever try to get you roped in? Yeah? Well, this is this, <laughs> get you roped is, in,
1: literally. This is part oh, two of that
2: story, then. <laughs>
1: oh, shit!
4: Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so, uh, it was only recently, It's probably about a month ago, and uh, <laughs> she, she said, oh, can you pop her in? So I popped her in, and she said, listen, I've got a client who wants to do a wild role play. Would you be interested? And I'm like, well, what's the role play first? I'm not having you knitting know, <laughs> <laughs> needles stuffed down <laughs> my dick or <laughs> someone standing <laughs> on my balls <laughs> with stilettos. She's no, 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 no.
2: Um,
1: so so then about two weeks later, later she, she, she sends me a message. message. She She's like, like okay, um, can you, you be here, here at one o'clock, o'clock on, you know, Wednesday on Wednesday or something? And, and so, so I said, yes, I can do that. that. So... so
0: just before we proceed, are you accepting this job like mainly just for the curiosity of being like, oh, this is interesting as fuck. Like, surely I just get this story into my vault? Or like, what's the motivation for you doing this? I completely, I completely did it just to see what
1: actually was, was about to transpire. And, and uh, this would that. be yeah, the greatest, greatest story ever. ever. Yep. yep.
0: Yeah. Wow. I, just, I just I just thought, I just thought
1: this was, was gonna going be the greatest course. story of all time. So
0: <laughs> Well we'll see. Um, so so, uh, so so my, so, uh, so my before, role I was I was meant to sort
1: of do that sort you of know, you know angry role play, play for a good thirty minutes. minutes. And, and so so, so she, she messaged so I was so at the back, front and I then I said, said I'm here and it's like, Okay, I'll message you soon.
2: And, and so, so uh, i'm sitting
1: there managers, next message was um come, come through, through the door, door. so
2: i, I walk, walk up to
1: the door, door and i walk, walk through and i'm like hey babe i'm, I'm, I'm home, home. <laughs> and so, so go through, through dog the dog whole part. part and then and here he is sort of tied up, up again your hands, hands behind back, up, back up, yes, um, legs sort of pushed up towards his back all tied up in these sort of really well presented, well presented ropes and, and knots and things <laughs>
0: Wow! Well, and so, so I did gone. the whole what this, is this
1: are you cheating on me how long has this been going, going on for and, and then, then I turned my attention, attention to the guy and I was like, like are you, you fucking lying girlfriend, girlfriend? this is outrageous, outrageous.
2: and then he was like, like oh, oh I don't, don't be mad at her it was my fault, fault. I'm, I'm like I don't give a fuck
1: and I kept going on and then so I was like I'm so mad
2: and then I looked at her and I'm like you need to take this shit out on him and then I said, said, I'm I'm choosing the weapon and you need to spank this dude as hard as I tell you. And he's like, he's like, yes. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're going to experience pain. (laughs) 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 What (laughs) the fuck? Was it awkward at all? No, I loved it because I thought it was not happening to me. I don't give a fuck. I'm about to inflict some pain on someone I had no care about. So, so, no, so I would just Sue shit on the ground she That she had, had like First started, started With a paddle And I like Spank that ass, ass. And, and then she's like, like and, and he, he, he was, was like, like Oh Oh, oh yeah. yeah
1: And I'm <laughs> like If you make, you make one, one more Fucking sound, sound I'm gonna, gonna stick, stick something So far up your ass he's like Oh yeah You're so tough Big boy
0: Wow Wait so Like I mean It's probably like I mean, at this point, no details too graphic. Is he like touching himself like during this entire process? No, he was up He was wound up, up oh, So sure. he couldn't. He all couldn't right. move. It's yeah. Just the theatrics and the spanking of it—that's getting them off. That's cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, so and so this went, went, went on. on. I just yeah, yeah we, we just, just progressively
1: moved through her tools, from the paddle to whips to to all kinds of things. And then she told me at the end of the thirty minutes, she would signal because there was a finale. And look. Uh, 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 um how do i, expl- <laughs> how do I explain how <laughs> i the finale <laughs> uh, she, she told, told me to, to, to what i had to reach into the bag, bag to grab, to grab. Um, and so, so and she so said so once you grab that, that uh, um she shit, said i, I may need some assistance from help you helping me, you know with what we need to do to set up the finale, finale. and i'm like yes and so, she's so like so once that's done then you're free to leave and i said okay cool So So we we get get to the end end of the 30 minutes, minutes, and and then then I reach into the bag and and I grab this ginormous black double-ended dildo. Wow.
2: And so she inserts that into his
1: ass, and she inserts that into into her, her, and and then then they they start gyrating each other, other, and I'm like, like, Thank you very I much, much a really great, great audience. audience. I'll, I'll see you later. later. I and I left to just <laughs> moaning noises seven, as seven, I walked out the front eight, door. <laughs> Jesus
0: <laughs> Christ. Just back out the room. <laughs> I just slowly, slowly left, left
2: like that is the wow. greatest thing I've
0: witnessed. I can't believe you didn't stick around for the finale, though. You should have sat in the corner, surely. Wow. Well, I <laughs> need to rub one out. <laughs> no, no, i have seen, seen enough, enough for one
2: knowledge.
1: day I
0: just, no, of I just, course i mean how did I you feel, feel walking shit. out out of there like
2: um i was, um, I was kind, kind of, of i was
1: um kind of confused, confused. like, like uh, I, I, I i i just like I, I, I'm, I'm not, not I'm, 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 I'm quite, quite kind of sensitive, sensitive to touch and stuff so i can't understand why people would want that that physical pain pain to um, to to occur to themselves. themselves. So that's that's the thing that I I couldn't get my head 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 around. Like, how does somebody somebody get off on... on, Was
0: it much more intense than you thought it would be? It was was uh, super intense, yes. yes. Super, super intense.
3: Interesting. Was she, like, screaming at him and shit like that? (laughs) Like, how violent was it?
1: Um, uh, no, no was it wasn't. A, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't think, think police,
3: police would have been, been called, but, but, yeah. but um, um, it's, it's so still kind of. Oh, imagine that shit knocking the door, oh, and the cops come in, fuck. the guy's all bound up. Yeah. yeah. Literally, yeah, they yeah.
0: know it's all part of the role play. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're of the action. <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, they come I, in, they're I...
3: like, what's going on? Oh, you better spank <laughs> this guy hard. He's going to have to write you a fine. They're fucking batons out and go at it. So it would have been, been funny, funny if they like, like, yeah, had, had handcuffed me, handcuff me or, something,
1: or something, and then, and then, and then, the, then the guy, guy just like, like, holy fuck, I didn't, I didn't know, know you, gonna you were going to just go, go next level next with this roleplay role and get, get the police involved,
3: wow. No, it's just so hard.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: It was, so it's it's, it's, it's not really
1: wrong. like it's, it's kind of aggressive, wrong. but I guess it was more it's, more it's more like sort of a controlling thing, thing like yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna, to this, this, gonna, gonna do this and I'm
2: gonna this do this to you. Oh yeah, well it's, it's yeah, totally
3: yeah. like it's obviously it's not like rape or anything, it's all like consent. Like they, they must like sit there for like thirty, forty minutes and go over exactly what's gonna happen. They probably have safe words, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, there was
2: during it she would
1: she would keep like uh like sort, like sort of after of, um, um you know, spanking with certain toys, she, she would she would go, go up and um he would always say orange. So um, um, I assume, assume that, that maybe their their um, their strategy was, was you know, maybe um you know, green, orange, orange and, and red. So ah. like, yeah, so yeah I, I assume maybe red was stop and you know green was no harder and orange yeah, you know, was no uncomfortable. So interesting. Yeah,
0: right there, don't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, for me, like as soon as I pulled
1: that big black thing out of the bag, I'll be red, 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 red red, 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 red. red.
0: (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. Wait, so did time fly in this room or did you feel like you were kind of there for a while? Like, No, No, it It flew, yeah. It literally felt like I was there for five minutes. I guess how couldn't it, right? How couldn't it fly? What a (laughs) what a spectacle the to be witness and to take part in, I guess, as well. You, you were basically just standing there the entire time, like just yeah, you know, pretending to be upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, I was pretending. To be your arms crossed, <laughs> stamping your foot. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Most <laughs> well, no, strange no, thing the, to the imagine. Because oh, on shit. you. Well, but because, well, because I knew I
1: was what was about to happen to at the end, yeah, every, every time, time I went to the bag, bag I couldn't take my eyes off this big black thing, I'm like, this, this dude's about, about to happen. have this, this inserted, this is
2: bad, this, this is, wrong. is wrong, I just, I I just couldn't, yeah, so every time, time I grabbed another thing, I was like, holy oh, shit, that's the last thing, man,
1: this is about to go next level, so, um,
0: yeah, 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 but he, he apparently is a regular client. No, no that's, that's the way. way no. you know, he he, he gets, gets off. So, um, yeah, I guess she probably makes a killing doing this stuff because you know, man, it must be hard for him to find you know exactly <laughs> what he's looking for. <laughs> he's, yeah, got he's got various, a very specific set of taste by the sounds of things. Yeah. So I guess like being a dominatrix, you know, keeping what? these guys happy is a pretty good gig, really.
1: I just just don't don't know how you
3: would advertise something like that, you know? Hey, want to get your ass fisted? (laughs) Probably like write it down
0: on bathroom stalls. Yeah, like, you're bored, you're lonely. lonely? Yeah. Come to to the House house of Pain pain and I'll sort you out. The House of Pain. Wait, so did it take place in her apartment? Yeah it, yeah, it was in, in her, her place, place. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. did her place seem like the home of a dominatrix or was it sort of just a normal home, normal apartment? Normal, normal place, but this room, room it, 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 it was, was kind of, of where, the, where the, yeah, all the action, action happened. It was right? a yeah, was Yeah, it was dark. It
1: was sort of mood, mood lit, um... Yeah, was it was quiet. quite. There, there, was,
3: there was something was on the wall that the kind of was in a timber, timber sort of device that was in the shape of an X. That I assume people would right maybe. Oh, to oh, it was literally yeah. a sex dungeon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah yo, yeah. are you still in contact with her? You still talk with her? Sorry, <laughs> I, I was like, Can I Maybe we get maybe we get her on the podcast. Might be an interesting person interview.
0: That would be very interesting. Um,
1: she, she, would be, be, she would be she would be a great interview yeah, yeah. She, she, she's got a really good a great personality as well um hmm. but I, I think she, I, I, think she I, I think she would probably be like to be a whole lot more anonymous than, than myself and, yeah uh, well, i would I dare, dare say she would have met some, some some highly powerful people, and people that and potentially potential maybe signed some sort of non-disclosure sort of document or i would have thought
0: i guess in yeah some in, in some instances maybe because you just know mm. there's people in parliament that are into this kind of shit, right? I mean, yeah. if, there's, if there's regular people yeah. into this stuff, then there's people in powerful places that are definitely into this and then some. So, well, yeah. well I've met CEOs, CEOs that have bought projects. So yeah, you if, if,
2: yeah. if, if
1: yeah. CEOs are doing, doing that, thing, then yeah, you know, people, people are into sure all sorts of kind of
3: kink and, and stuff. Well, that was a yeah. fucking really, uh, it was a really interesting story. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was something else. You didn't say that coming, did you?
0: Did you like that, children? The audience yes. is like, yeah, yeah <laughs> That was Greg. great. You tell another, <laughs> tell another. <laughs> <coughs> Cracker. Uh, so, would you say that's your that was that's your most interesting sort of spin-off with a client? Uh, yeah, trick, that's right? my most that's my most
1: obscure um, story in terms of yeah meeting you know, somebody and then somebody saying, hey, can you help me do this?
0: Yeah. I mean, good on you for saying yes to it. That's uh, that's definitely a hell of an experience to have under your belt. And, you know, there's obviously engaging with things like that just out of sheer curiosity, like enrich your life so much. I feel just, you know, saying yes to yeah. this crazy shit that, you know, that was a perfectly safe thing to say yes to obviously, but at the same time, definitely out of most people's comfort zones, I would say. But now you have this this experience, this insight, I guess, into that. Do you, that do you remember the smell? Did it smell off in that room?
1: <laughs> no, it smelled beautiful
3: Oh, wow. She That's had good. candles Yeah, For she sure. had
1: candles And things burning as well so. Oh, how romantic um, I, 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 And I, <laughs> I said to her Just as long as I Like, I, I don't want to drip You know, wax or something Onto to anyone Because I just can't handle Like, you know That's what sort I of... Actually hurting someone
3: Inflicted. Yeah, 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 yeah
1: Like yeah if he had asked me to whip him it would have just been like a little you know feather tap like oh how was that big boy he'd be like yeah. did you hit me <laughs> he'd be
0: like green motherfucker yeah, yeah green <laughs> double green, <laughs> double green. Oh. no wonder this dominatrix smokes weed dude after that i would just all i'd want to do is just chill the fuck out and <laughs> yeah because it is yeah. kind of intense like yeah and for her it'd be a physical
1: workout like she yeah, you know, she didn't right. stop moving and you know you know, spanking and, and, and everything. So, yeah, it would be it would be quite you know, mentally. I was trained <laughs> after
2: it just doing 30 minutes, so.
3: Uh, <laughs> you were just standing there screaming. I am just standing there yelling, <laughs> spanking murder! <laughs> you're cheating funny. on me,
2: hit that ass!
0: <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Okay, well, why don't we talk more about, like, the business that you're actually involved in. Like, when did you actually you know like find yourself going down this road like how did you even find yourself getting into the oregano business in the first place (laughs) um
2: yeah
1: really bizarre for me because like not into never from any of those sort of illegal elements whatsoever right clean skin i guess in terms of you know what um others would say so yeah um it was just born from um being involved in, in a business and, and then that, um, having a couple of issues with, um, funny enough people not paying bills. So I was just born from having to, to generate cash, um, quickly and someone that I'd sort of had a relationship with said, you should do this. And I'm like, mm, "Radio, right yeah, that sounds, uh, that doesn't sound cool, but, um, <laughs> it's quite, you know, it's quite amazing, um, how simple and easy it is to connect with people um and and then you know i I don't deal with anyone that does um you know gear like high end and stuff it's all just like the the harder
3: harder product
1: no no because then yeah you're, you're kind of into you know large um organized um, corporations, which I never wanted to be involved in that. Level. Right. So yeah, and, and you tend to find too, like the community that you, know, you meet with, uh, genuine, you know, down to earth, everyday people. So
3: yeah, I um, imagine, I imagine the business that you're in is is a whole hell of a lot safer than if you went uh, yes. into like you know yeah. something something a little bit harder.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, and I think if you spoke to you know some of the the larger players in in the green produce, they would all say the same thing, that they sleep at night, whereas the other people would struggle to sleep at night or uh, need to take uh, pills to sleep at night. This is
3: uh, not only, like, the paranoia that might come with the job, but I think maybe also the guilt mm. of, like, giving people like something kind of poisonous you know yes. or
0: even just the security like the safety of the job itself because you know when you think about like weed right like what really is involved in the process like you have to grow it it's a pretty easy safe natural process right. and you just you farm it and then you distribute it right yeah. and then yeah. that's whereas the other stuff there seems to be a lot more kind of like room for uh dodgy business uh, in terms of cutting stuff and like i don't know just it just seems to be a hell of a lot more complicated in general, right? So. Uh,
1: totally. And you know, being able to you know, acquire stuff would be you know a nightmare. Yeah. You know? Imagine having yeah. like there was a um the recent one that happened in Australia where there was a plane load that crashed in. <laughs> up in New oh, I heard about I that a plane load of cocaine, right? Yeah. I, like I, I often think like, you know, how does that how does that work? Because you know, I, I like I don't know about you guys, but for anyone that's ordered anything online you all know the anxiety of oh you've ordered you know the latest air max or the you know the one-off shoe or something like that you're sitting around waiting for that tracker notification oh your product will arrive tomorrow like sweet imagine having 18 million dollars worth of product in a plane and then ditches like you've got to be accountable to that for someone right to go
3: it's fucking "Mm, crazy yeah
2: yeah
3: imagine imagine like it's so fucking silly i remember watching this one movie where like someone had a i think i might have watched it with you cam i forgot the name of it but this guy went to like columbia and he was dealing with like the Sonola cartel, and they they packed a plane, like a little biplane, filled with coke. And uh-huh. he uh, and then he tried his hardest to like pitch up at the end of this very small runway, and then he just managed to make it over the tree line. But but in this scenario, they they, fucking, they, they, they just cr- packed a plane filled with a bunch of coke, and they didn't make it off a of takeoff. It just fucking crashed, mm. right? the yeah. crashed and
0: exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, like, that's just an unfortunate business expense in, in that industry sometimes. Like, well, sometimes things just get fucked and you lose, you know, $18 million worth of uh of produce yeah well yeah, and a pilot sandwich. and a plane and a pi- well oh, you know the pilots pilot, expandable yeah. guys come, come on
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I'm I, I, I'm, I
1: assume like if you when you talk about cartel stuff like you can imagine that it would be probably the same scenario as what coles would do they would just write 10 10 off you know with theft right the amount of produce that they would send around the world and yeah, they had oh, some some poor bastard fly his plane into a group of trees or, you know, a shipment get caught. They'd be like, Oh well that's okay. The you know, one out of ten got caught, big deal. The the other hundred million that we've just sold, big deal.
2: Yeah. So I guess difference... it's
1: just a numbers game for them.
0: Mm, interesting. But it'd be very yeah, interesting. But I'm glad I'm not involved
1: excited. in that shit.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, you're obviously involved in the much safer industry of yeah. Green Green Dream produce. Uh, so you you just sort of found yourself just falling into it because someone was like hey you should do this like it's a good way of making money and then yeah it's an easy way to
1: make some cash and yeah it's 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 funny how yeah it's just becomes then a network yeah who knows somebody Mm. this person knows somebody hey this person wants this person wants and then all of a sudden you just find you've got a a great network of of people
0: yeah and it's all very chill because it's you know Mm. (laughs) it's uh it's nothing too serious it's just the the green the good stuff and uh yeah i guess i mean it's a supply and demand right it's it's always needed people want it right there's a lot of people who want it it's you know you can't get it legally so you know yeah i think and cool. I, I think back to you know that i said at the
1: start Yeah, you know, i i think it's a myth that there's these stoners there's probably stoners that just do it for the sake of it right but it's an absolute myth that you know, people in, in this day and age, you know, dealing with depression and, you know, have to take a shit ton of drugs just to, to function on a daily basis. But then they just become so fucking cloudy that, yeah. you know, they know that, well, this is not my personality and their personality tries to come through the, the fog but can't. And then so they're, they're torn between, do I stay sane and, and logical or do I just become this walking zombie robot? yeah uh-huh. yeah you know, it's, it's
0: are you talking about I mean, prescription drugs with yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, no yeah, I'm, right, I'm right. talking about people just
1: going you know what I can't take depression medication because it makes me just yeah. you know, so zombie like that
0: you know yeah, they try right.
1: and combat you know a lot of that with you know just sort of smoking to calm down mm. um, I, I oh always God. I've told Ryan this, this story as well that I used to have a, um, a young guy who um, I don't know what he had. I'm gonna say some sort of um, autism or, or something. And, oh, epic! Uh, um, yeah, and he, he, his, <laughs> epic. well, his his yeah. mum, his his mum would fund his his smoking. And, oh, um, epic! Yeah, and she was a super nice person and. Um, But she tried to to give him some sort of, you know, adult accountability and he lived out in this little sort of bungalow at the back. And I could always tell whether he still had any left or whether he was clean out because I would get there and if he was pacing around the the room in his apartment at the back, it was dry. But if he was just sitting in front of his computer, then he'd still had some left and he was completely chilled. Right. and, and, And so, you know, again, you know, I'd walk in and if he... If he was out, the conversation he would just be so scattered, and then just literally grab stuff out of you, and and you know have a smoke, and then just completely mellow within the space of you know thirty thirty forty seconds in front of you. And, yeah, wow. Um, and so to see it firsthand, to see someone like that firsthand, you know, um, it was incredible. That you know, yeah. was have you? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Have
3: Have you found that? during quarantine during the lockdown that your business has increased
1: um i've also become not not only a seller of uh, beautiful green produce but a canceller i've had that many people like come out of their houses crying in my car crying staggering right. out, staggering oh out, d- really drunk. oh man yeah yeah, like, you know, the government is saying, oh, this is taking a toll. I've seen fucking firsthand the toll it takes on people. And, I'm, mm. like, I'm not talking, this, most of these people still have jobs. Um, but you, you just, you, I've seen the, the the toll this is, this is taken on, on people, you yeah? know. If, if yeah. they've already had anxiety, their anxiety is fucking spiking a thousand percent.
0: Yeah, oh, my God, I can imagine um, that, just, that. Isolation. Yeah, so, and then, you
1: know, people come in and they cry, and, oh, I'm sorry to do this to you, and, you know, drunk and high and crying and emotional, oh. and and my, I just, you know, I just try and console and go, you know what, don't fucking worried like the, w- one guy i can remember saying to me oh please don't judge me i've been drinking since 10am i'm like bro i'm selling you some green projects as if i'm gonna be in a position to judge you like
2: first, first of all
1: but second of all i'm like hey just do whatever gets you through and you know if you need to talk just message and i'll come back fast and you know just just oh. do you right just be you and um that's oh, that's the Good number one of, that's that's <laughs> it yeah yeah yeah. but it's like it is it's you know I Governments can stand up and go, call this line and call that line. People, are, people aren't going to call phone numbers. No, I think mm. if, if if I can give them, listen to them for five minutes and go, it's going to be okay, trust me, just do you, get through. We'll come out the other yeah. side and we'll all have one big fucking green smoking party and go, fuck, that was a blast.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, for most of these people, you're probably, you know one of the only people that they're actually interacting with like in person these days due to isolation and lockdown you know or at least the person who's impartial to their life so well outs- I
1: think i think yeah you're right it's like outside of their family maybe outside yeah. of their work yeah you imagine there's mm. there's work pressures there's family pressures there's there's all these things and then they get to talk to good old me and uh, i'm just you yeah. know totally liberal yeah do whatever yeah. the fuck you need to do bro <laughs> it's just someone to tell them that like you're
0: doing fine you're doing okay I, I would it's love so to read about it yeah to, oh, I would
1: love to be a fly on the wall and to actually see if someone's walked back inside and then the wife's like you know you need to do this you need to stop smoking more and then they just turn around and go yeah but my fucking supplier just told me to do me so fuck you
0: <laughs> yeah I'm sure there's conversations
1: that have been, been uh, along those lines
0: yeah man well, good for you, man. It's, it's cool that you listen to people like that. That's uh, that's definitely, I guess, going above and beyond for the client. Uh, but... Yeah, well,
1: you know, like I've never rang any of those Lifeline places, but I'm pretty sure that, you know, it's all quite you know, structured and, oh, you know, do, yeah, this, and to do this and do yeah. that. Where, whereas, you know, they're not that. They, they, they really just want. Confirmation that what they're doing is the right thing and that they shouldn't feel bad about it and they shouldn't. Mm. You know, I think I think the government should change their fucking marketing and do
2: do you whatever you need to do get through
1: this. Like Yeah, you know, stop going, we're all in this together. Like we're not sitting standing around holding hands singing Kumbaya, my lord.
0: Yeah, I feel in a lot of ways that you know, because you're seeing a lot of things like every day on Twitter, it's like uh, there's a little video that pops up in the COVID section saying, like, OK, make sure that you stay healthy, exercise and eat right and keep in touch with people and do all these things or or you'll end up in a bad place. You know, if anything, it's probably better just to send a message of like, look, this really sucks. You're going to you, you might be feeling kind of shitty right now, but you're doing OK. You know, like we're going to get through this like that. This is you know, instead of placing all these expectations on people of like how they need to live in lockdown. Mm. Just like and you know, maybe to legalize weed while you're at it, hey? Maybe yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe just it's let people just... not feel guilty about uh you know. Just do like a trial this. run. Just do a yeah, trial run. surely, yeah. come on guys, like it'll help us get through it. Like I, you never know. I
1: what's tell what's I going tell going? you I tell you right now, if yes. if if the Prime Minister of Australia was listening to this podcast, I, I can guarantee how he could get re-elected, right? Simply do this. Um, ScoMo, if you're listening, do this, okay? What he should do, first of all, the government's fucked, right? Financially, everyone's fucked at some stage because they're Mm handing out so much money. So rather than just taxing everyone a fuck ton of cash when we come out of this, maybe what you need to do is introduce a new revenue stream. And I think green produce selling would one hundred percent, grow a new revenue stream for you, but he doesn't have to legalize it right now. If he came out and said, "What we're thinking to do is we're going to investigate whether we should legalize these markets and we should do this," and this, this would mean us taxing you less and grow our revenue, blah 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 blah, this much, everyone would be like, "Fuck yeah, let's vote him back in." That dude is right on.
0: <laughs> yeah, or at least everyone with that you know head on their shoulders would, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, ScoMo is an avid listener of the Misfits podcast, course, so I'm sure that he I'm, has received the message. I'm uh, sure he would Scomy, <laughs> <Just call me. laughs> Does he How have kids? Oh, aren't, aren't, kids? Yeah, he does. He does, I think, have kids. Surely his kids give this podcast a listen. Come on. Come yeah. on. Convince Dad to legalize weed for us. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine if he gave That's a true. shout out to the Misfits
1: at a press conference.
0: he's like they actually gave me this idea
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to thank the Nisfits for being our consultant on this um, new um, program
0: yeah
3: oh wouldn't that be epic oh
1: be amazing but they should they need to they need to find a new revenue stream like you can only tax tax alcohol and cigarettes so much right yeah I feel like
3: after the, the like COVID is quote unquote over and like vaccines have been deployed and shit's like kind of getting back to normal when the, the economy is, is starting to recover, I really feel like a lot of countries and states in, in the U.S. are going to start being like, yeah, how do we jumpstart our economy? And then yeah. they just sit around a table and think for like five seconds. They go, mm, oh, weed. weed. <laughs> you know, produce, produce, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, you know. produce. Yeah, yeah, produce. Yeah, yeah. It's a no-brainer. Just look at America. Look at some of the states in America.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely. It's, the case study's, study's there for you. you
1: just open your way. eyes.
0: Is it your hope that it will someday, in the near-ish future, uh, be decriminalized here in Australia, and you can make your business legitimate and continue doing it for the foreseeable future, or kind of, or are you just kind of in it for now, for what it is, sort of thing? Like,
2: right? uh, in it for now, for what it is.
1: But this is the this should be the number one question I get asked all the time, right? And yeah. um, it's interesting. So, well, you guys know, I guess what it's like in the states, but I, I've got a contact that pre-COVID was travelling backwards and forwards to Canada
2: and mm-hmm. he would
1: always say that um, um, like, you know, tobacco and, and other things that um, for as much as it, it started to become legalised there the black market was thriving even more than what it was when it was right. you know, de- deemed mm-hmm. le- illegal because you know, what you, what you have is, you have they probably open up to new markets where people will be like, oh, yeah, I'd love to try it, but I don't want to, you know, use Captain C because he might be scary and he might break into my house and steal my iPad, <laughs> right?
2: Whereas, whereas
1: um, you know, the regular smokers are all like to the government, fuck you, we're not paying 10%
2: just because you yeah. think you can
1: legalise this now. Yeah, so the regulations. No, we're still going to contact um Captain C. So... And then the flip side of that is that now Captain C has even far better product because, you know, grow houses are now technically legal. So right. yeah, yeah, there's a there's a different scenario. But for me this is this is not long term, you know, sort of yeah. stuff. So um um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the, that's the information I've got that you know, black market will still thri- mm. thrive when, when the community you know, opens up, it still thrives. How right. long
3: have you been doing this for?
1: Um, Maybe what, how long have I known you guys? Two years, two and a half years, so maybe three years. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Damn. It seems like, you know, because, you know, forgive me for saying you're like, you know, you're like a fair bit older than us, so it's mm. it's just a, it's such an interesting thing to get involved with, I guess. Like you know, at the age that you have, and just yeah. to, I don't know. Like, what's ha, has it been something that you've hundred percent no regrets about, or or, or what? Uh, or no, you, you have, have
1: that mental yeah, struggle. This is illegal. This is not. right. You mm-hmm. do have have those mental mental days and those thoughts. Um. Um. But, but all you in know, all, yeah, all in all, you know, money's nice. <laughs> and um,
0: and you get in some stories out of it. And yeah. you get great stories,
1: but you meet great yeah. people. Like everyone I meet is there's beautiful people, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: I can imagine.
2: I, I but
3: surely did... there are people that are disagreeable. Like, Have you ever found yourself in situations where uh, you were afraid or like you felt like you were in danger or anything like that?
2: Yeah, being robbed once.
1: Um, really, I, I, a couple of times I was sort of I was rolled and then one big one. Um, actually, the first the first one was kind of funny. Do you guys um Do you guys know the movie Inglorious Bastards? Yeah,
2: yeah, oh, yeah. yeah okay, great. you okay. know you know the opening
1: scene where he goes to the farmhouse and then um the young girl runs through the field and he yells out Au revoir, shushala. remember that uh-huh. part? Yep, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there was one guy, young, young guy, and I kind of thought it was a bit of a dodgy setup. Because what they do, right, is they, they they go, oh, hey, I want, from a, a username, and then they tell you to go to a location. So you'll go there and then, you know, they leave you on red for 10 minutes and you're like, shit, mm. and they don't respond. And then all of a sudden someone else will pop up and go, oh, hey, I'm just down the road. Um, are you available? And you're like, oh. Yeah, sweet, nice. So mm-hmm. very much coincidence, right? And so then you go there, and then sure enough, they try and um, try and um, take take some product from you, right? So so this first time, um, yeah, very funny. Go to a spot. This guy he grabs, and then he just runs. Like he took maybe you know four four bags of. Broccoli, and then um, he's running across the field in the dark, and so I did the whole
2: over. Oh, <laughs> as as he,
1: is, must have been, he
3: must have been shitting himself as that, he's oh, running man. away. He's probably yeah, he probably thought,
2: "Shit, is this guy gonna shoot me?" Uh, so that was the
1: that was the funny one. That's kind of like, oh well, that happens. Um yeah. The bad one was yeah, it went to a, uh, a notorious dodgy area and. And a lot of these things come out of greed, like, yeah, it was late at night, I should never have done it, I should have just been like, okay, today's a good day, let's go home. Yeah. But, um, you know, you just go, oh, yeah, no worries. And then um, it was funny, because I had, you know, your gut is the most instinctive thing, and I kind of thought this was weird, and then, I, so I got there uh, a couple of minutes early and said, oh, I'm here, but I was already there, and then this guy came out with, with two other guys, and then... And then I was walking towards them, and then they went in a completely different direction. And I said to him straight up, your mates aren't going to come back and um, jump on me, are they? And he's like, oh, no, bro, no, no, Mm no. So, yeah, we go to a layway, and then sure enough, you know, he's like fluffing around, and then his phone dings, and I'm like, oh, this is not good. And so sure enough, two other guys come around the corner, which is, at this point, I wasn't scared, because, like, they're not, they weren't big, bikey, you know, Fug criminal type, so it's just, uh-huh. you know, young kids. And so, um, um, and then I'm like, all right, well, let's just, you know, get this sorted, and and, he, and then he pulls out this massive 30-centimetre machete out the front of his pants, and I'm yeah, like, no, okay, no. I'll see you guys later, and then started walking out of the laneway. And then for some reason, I don't know why, but they just thought they would they would um, try and grab me, so one of them grabbed, yeah. me, grabbed me from behind, and the other one sort of grabbed me, and then I just... I calmly, I was super calm at that stage, still, where I just said, "Listen, let go. This is done. We're done. See you later." And then I started to walk, and they were sort of dragging off me. And then, um, and then the other guy, for whatever reason, thought he'd be a real smarter, so he threatened me with the machete a couple of times, and then lifted it up to strike me, and then hit me, and then I punched one of the guys in the chest, and then ran. Um, no way Yeah, and then so, you know, it's one of those moments Because you've got so much he, Did he hit you with the machete? Yeah, he hit me with the machete With the, with, with the blade? Or? Yeah, across my lower calf on the blade, oh, no the way. blade. So Jesus you, Your adrenaline is pumping so much Like you get back to, you know, where you need to be And then, you know, it was probably a good two minutes I was like, fuck, do I still have a leg? And I
0: just reached <laughs> and I went,
2: oh
1: yeah, it's still it's still <laughs> <in."> <laughs> How bad was the cut?
0: No, it was just
1: a fake, you know, blunt, uh, you know rep- oh. replica type so they were just so, yeah, yeah, so it, it, it broke skin because it hit you kind of hard with it, but um, yeah, there was no cut or anything like that. Um, yeah, right. And so like yeah, you're... that was that was uh, that was my most terrifying moment. Oh yeah, really uh,
0: shit! How uh, early on was that in the uh, yes, in the super season? early, super early. Right, right. Mm. And, and so was that enough to kind of uh, shock you out of doing it for a bit, or were you like? you know would um, you just learn your lesson and kind of move on from it
1: yeah i think you just learn your lesson and then just put you know strategies in place that you'd... and like i said you know your your instincts kind of
2: tell you and That's i so what? i kind of knew
1: something wasn't right because for me to say straight up oh your mates aren't going to come back like mm-hmm. my my instinct obviously told me that this shouldn't that i shouldn't be doing this but you know, stupidly, you just go along and do it. So, yeah, if you're, if you're observant enough, you kind of learn, you know, people, people's languages and, and people's understandings. So now, you know, um, I'm not greedy. I've got a, a, a base, a network base, and, and that's it. That's all I do. You know, anyone else yeah. that messages, like, you know, ignore, delete.
0: Right. Don't, Damn. Uh, don't need to. Good for you, man. You, you figured it out. Yeah, you got yeah. your system. Yes, yeah. It's the way to go, I, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah,
1: that for one that that one bad story. Like, yeah, I've got a million beautiful stories. Do you want me to tell you mm. a beautiful story on that sad Yeah, thing?
0: sure. Yeah. Let's end on a on a good note. Let's That's what...
1: this is this is my this is I think apart from the dominatrix, and probably knowing you guys, this is probably oh there's a couple of bands. That, there's one band that I've dropped to that I've got a. Number one hit, actually, but um, Ooh. yeah, but uh, but no, this was this was good. So these guys were connected to that band that had number one hit, and they were performing at uh, at the Australian Open, and so uh, they messaged me and they're like, uh, "Hey man, can you meet at this location at this time?" And I'm like, "Oh, you couldn't." Asked. they went from they went from Melbourne, this band. And so I'm like I messaged them like you couldn't ask me to meet in a more difficult situation at that time on during peak hour. And they're like, Alright, we'll see how you're going. I'm like, Yeah, yeah cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm rushing to to try and get there. And then I messaged them like I'm not gonna do it. Can we do something else? And they're like, Yes, let's meet near the MCG. We're gonna have a bus and we'll pick you up and are you okay if we take you to our drop-off drop off point where we've got to perform and then you walk back. I'm like, perfect, that's great. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing on the side of the road. Next minute, this, this bus is flashing its lights, sort of like a, a larger version of a mini bus. I'm, I'm not sure, maybe a 15, 20-seater sort of type bus.
2: Uh-huh. So so bus stops at the side of the road. All these guys pull out like, bro
1: high-fiving i had no idea oh, yeah. i had no idea really who they are because i referred to me by um by the other guys that i, I deal with that do live in victoria and so um they was super nice
2: and friendly They're like
1: oh we told you a legend come on in the bus and so i walk into the bus and like the driver's high-fiving me and all these band guys are high-fiving me and one guy's playing his guitar still in the front of the bus and, and so i kind of positioned myself like you know that that seat right near those sort of automated doors in the middle of a bus i position myself right there
2: Uh and so they're
1: like chatting and talking and the bus the bus has taken off and we're heading sort of backstage and so we chat 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 and then at that moment like i kind of thought someone was like else was on the bus that was looking at me Mm -hmm. and there's just that energy and the atmosphere on the bus. It was just really hard to sort of get your bearings and know know, who's who and what's what.
0: And so we're like nearing the
1: um, the, the drop-off point uh, at the back of the, the stage, the sound stage. And uh, I occasionally turn around and look, and there's Billy Idol sitting on the back of the bus.
2: Oh. Hey. Billy Idol. And oh, I look, I away. look, and then I look back, and I'm like, holy
1: fuck, that's Billy Idol. I look back again, and he does this. I'm, I'm really bad at accents, but he's like, hey, man. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> I, did, I, I, did, I did some real
0: Talky like hey (laughs) (laughs) he's in the 60s now yeah yeah, 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 he's he's like 64 yeah Yeah. he looked
1: he didn't look any different to when i saw him in the 80s on you know music videos he looked amazing um but then then the the issue was like you know like on tour buses like i was i was super worried like uh do I like have to wait for him to get off the bus when we stop? Or should I just get off? And but it was all sorted, so like the bus stops and then security come come onto the bus and then and then the doors open and then Billy comes you know, strolling past and and then like pats me on the shoulder. I'm like, hey man, have a good gig. He's like, thanks. And then and then he walks off with his entourage. And then me and the other the other boys that I was um I was talking to, we walked off and um, yeah, I got back into the back back section for a little while, and, and then um, yeah, that was my Billy Idol uh, rock and roll experience. <laughs> that's
3: fucking awesome. insane. That's. that's I, sh-
1: a- I should have watched yeah. up. I should have watched up that there was going to be um, some other um, big rock star on yeah, bus. Man. Bus because um, you know like like if you speak to a lot of the new ones. The talk now and play music now they're all into that it's about the music it's entertainment let's smoke smoke to get chilled right whereas you know in, in billy's day it would have been all about you know record companies just giving them whatever they want probably probably you know wheelbarrow loads of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, so that was stat- like
3: sex drugs and rock and roll in the that, it, it yeah that's great. right it's so that's so nice what the staple was it's, that's how it was, right? Yeah. yeah it's so, going crazy, man. So I should
1: have known that there was a rock star on the back of the bus because when when they said, "Oh, we're on on our way," and I'm like, "Oh, cool, I'll see you soon," and then the next message was, "By the way, do you have coke?" <laughs> so I should have right. I should have kind of <laughs> known that there was going to be a rock star on the on the bus, but um, yeah, no coke, no. No um, coke. Sorry, Billy. You're just Billy. Idol. help you. Yeah.
3: That's fucking crazy, man. Who knew that your business could take you to such high places? It's fucking amazing. (laughs) Such high places. Pretty cool.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, thanks for coming on and sharing those stories with us. uh, Thank you, Captain Captain Cook. That was amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. Those are some great fucking stories. I'm sure that uh, our Spotify listeners will love listening to them, man. Always a pleasure talking to you.
1: Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. Always love chatting and meeting I'm glad I could uh, fulfill your day with some exciting stories and content.
0: <laughs> no worries. I would, I would, you know, tell them to follow you on your socials, but that's probably not how this works. No. <laughs> <laughs> so know. we'll remain anonymous. Yeah. And and we'll and end it just it for here.
3: the record, all of this was alleged. This was <laughs> yeah. alleged. All, this all hypothetical. All, all, <laughs> hypothetical. Hi- all hypothetical. This is an improv podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All all an yeah. improv yeah. podcast. Yeah, nothing just, is real. Just, just,
1: uh, it was all, all for
3: content, content, right? All for content. All for content. None that's of right. it was real. It's just a disclaimer. Yeah. All right. Bye, That's guys. Nice. Thanks Goodbye, for Goodbye, Patreon. Go. Bye, not, Patreon. Patreon, Jesus no. Christ. Oh, <laughs> I I I shut the fuck take, up. You, hang on. Christ.
2: Fucking stop. Sorry. Bye, Spotify.
0: Bye. We'll smoke some weed about it.